Hey guys, I'm Ernie Hudson, better known as Winston Zettemore. Welcome to the Alabama Ghost Club. The official podcast for Alabama's Ghostbusters community. Taking our passion for and becoming geeks for good. Find us online at alabamagb.com. Here are your hosts for the official Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Brock Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. And welcome into episode five of the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Hope you're doing well. I'm Brock Parker, and with me as always... I'm Bo Bearden. I'm Kevin Gardner. I'm Adam Schwartz. Adam? Adam's not usually on here. Hey, what's up? The I'm Schwartz special. is with him. The Schwartz is with you all. <laughs> we brought a variable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our uh, feature member for this podcast is Mr. Adam Schwartz. Many of you have seen his... Oh, that little bitty trailer that got all the Ghostbusters fans up in a tizzy. The ghost heads. Such a tease. You are <laughs> such a tease because we're still waiting on it. But that's okay because he is a very busy man. And when it's complete, it will be done fantastically. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, Adam, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, my friend. Adam is a uh, are you associate professor. Not yet. I'm assistant professor. Assistant professor. Thanks for looking ahead, though. Hey, anytime. Adam is an assistant professor at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. He's in the film department, and he does things with a camera that will make Steven Spielberg cry. <laughs> Without the use of a, a fake shark, either. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit this episode about Adam, introduce you guys to him. And we're going to talk a little bit about Dragon Con that uh, Bo and Adam and I attended this year. And we're also going to give you an update on something pretty cool. And we'll go ahead and get that out of the way first. It's a pretty big deal. And I'm going to let Mr. Uh, Kevin Gardner explain exactly what we are so happy about. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have the car. Bum, bum, bum. Yay. We have acquired our 1965 Ford Country sedan. It's currently with my father-in-law, who is uh, pretty much a whiz at uh, restoring the workability of old cars, engines, brakes, and all that other stuff. Um, he's actually looking at it right now. i am got word that he's uh, uh, pretty much got the brakes all finalized out, and uh, it's got a couple of engine problems to, to look at. But uh, once we have all that fixed... Uh, the thing will be roadworthy, and uh, we already have several contacts for body work, and then it's on to the accessory stage, and pretty soon you'll be seeing this baby on the road. Yeah, this is something that we spent about 14 months uh, raising money for. A lot of our donations came from uh, within our own franchise. A lot of our members uh, poured a lot of money into it, and we were able to purchase it at the end of August, and um, we're real pleased with it. Can't wait to get it on the road. It's going to be a little while, like Kevin said, but... Shouldn't be too terribly long. We're hoping, at least by next summer, to have everything finalized and having it beautiful. And I don't know if that's a uh, conservative estimate or not, but I'd love to see it in the parade for Dragon Con next year. So that's something that we're going to definitely work towards. It the car. <laughs> it definitely the car. It the car, baby. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. We've got it. I've, it's been a it's been a long, long, fun process of. Of getting it, I know that. Like ever since I've seen it, I I was so pumped that that's going to be our car, the the franchise car. I know everybody wants the, the actual ambulance, but unfortunately, you know, there's only so many made. But at least we're getting a car from that era, about 
six years younger than the actual car, so at least you know it's still it's still within that that time frame. Now, if anybody anybody who's familiar with how car design is done in a decade by decade basis knows that one decade they'll do the roundish round type cars and they'll do the square cars. Well, this is in the middle of the next decade, which would be the square decade, which means that this car is a little got a little bit more of a squareness to it um, than the original did. But even with that, this thing looks very reminiscent of, I mean, going from a Ford to a Cadillac is like going from uh, a Porsche to a Yugo almost. But even considering that, this thing is spot on with what we want. It's going to look fantastic. But you know, it's hip to be square. That's right. Yes, it is. Here, here there, and everywhere. <laughs> Lots of little things to work on, like Kevin said. And... Um, we just take it day by day and week by week and month by month until we get this thing knocked out. And uh, we're hoping it's going to draw a lot of attention to our events, both charity and community. It's going to be a lot of fun having it at the events and having it sitting right next to our tent, seeing everybody come up and take pictures with it and everything. We're just looking forward to uh, to the, the public really enjoying it as much as we do. We'll no longer get the attention. It'll be the car. Yeah, because that's usually what the most popular question: Do you have a car? Well, next to do you actually hunt ghosts? I think I think that's one. But everyone always asks, "Where's the car?" Well, now it'll be like, "Hey, it's right there." Now, do you guys hunt ghosts? <laughs> and is that a jetpack? <laughs> yes. We're gonna take off. Are you Ooh. some kind of exterminators? <laughs> Adam, you're being quiet. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> When do I get to drive the car? That's my question. And then the answer is when we know it won't break down on you. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that is ultimately going to be up to whoever's watching over the car. So uh, I, th- I think, if I'm not mistaken, that Bo has instituted a Thunderdome policy when it comes to driving the car. Um, so, uh, you know, there's a, there's a good possibility. I mean, if you find skills are up to snuff and you can find Tina Turner, maybe. <laughs> That's the uh, the update on the car, and uh, we'll keep you guys abreast of what's happening with it and when we think it might be on the road, hopefully sooner than later, but time and finances will tell as uh, we all pull our money together and get this thing on the road and representing our fine franchise across the state. I mentioned having it ready for the Dragon Con parade. Let's talk about Dragon Con. I know we are into October. I think I'm finally over Dragon Con as far as I think I finally got my last bag unpacked. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've caught up on all my sleep. Dragon Con, of course, Labor Day weekend every year. We had an absolute blast. Bo, give me your impression this year. Um, Last year, you only went for one day. This time, uh, you went for the entire weekend. Tell me uh, what you thought about the extra time spent there and what all did you do? For me, it was great. My main attraction was getting to hang out with my fellow ghost heads for four days in the middle of the southern heat of September. But no, uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I got up. We drove over Thursday evening, got up and hit the ground running very early uh, Friday morning. I know uh, I got up about five or six. Adam, he didn't beat me out the door because I think he was going to wait for that four-hour wait to see William Shatner that morning. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> My main thing, like I said, was hanging out with the Ghostbusters, but for me, I went to a panel or two, and then, um, of course, Saturday is always the PK surge, just walking in the parade, ha- uh, having, what was it, 60 Ghostbusters in the parade? Yeah. Or 60 Ghostbusters, wow. yeah, 
having six cars and just it rocking the house again. Everybody still loves Ghostbusters. This time, of the, this time where last year I was in the front of the Ghostbusters pack, this year I was in the back. So it was kind of, it was kind of fun. I think I was back there past the initial, oh, hey, get more Ghostbusters. But the cool thing about it was hanging next to Chase's car. I love rolling with those guys. <laughs> that car's awesome. Everybody loves see, it. See, so you went from newbie to cool. Oh, yeah. With cool folks <laughs> in the back. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, we had people from all over turn out for a PKE surge. We just had a great time with everybody once again, and I uh, just appreciate everybody coming and, and making the trip. As Bo said, the, the parade, of course, every Saturday morning, this was the 10th anniversary of the parade, and man alive, it was huge. It, this I think this was the biggest one they've had. And what was really awesome to me, what I haven't noticed the last couple of years in the parade is – you always look up and you see people on the balconies, yes. uh, always see them watching the parade. I really have never noticed until this year the parking decks that yeah. are scattered along. There were people on every level of the parking decks, just masses, hordes of people all over those. And people on the um, couple of the, the walkways that stretch across the street, they were all packed out in there watching from the air condition, which would have been nice. <laughs> There was one point you get towards the end of the parade and the the crowd was actually almost in the parade path. They were, there were so many people, they were actually spilling over into the streets. You mean that last turn right there by the Hyatt? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, that is amazing. Yeah, it forms a big bottleneck there. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing, a bottleneck right there. And we kind of had to squeeze in a little bit to get everybody and all the cars through. Because it's just the amount of people. This thing grows unbelievably every year. And this year, I was kind of a little fearful for people's safety because when the parade's over, it ends underneath uh, the overhang of the Marriott mm-hmm. and between the Marriott and the Hilton. And they're very quick to get us off the street oh, yeah. for uh, safety concerns. And having the parade participants there, uh, it's easy to get us in and off the street. But... <laughs> To imagine trying to get that crowd that is yeah. now, and it will probably be the same next year, spilling over into the street. Imagine trying to get those. I mean, I'm definitely a, a round of applause for the uh, for the public safety and the policemen and parade organizers there in Atlanta. I don't know how they're going to do it next year. <laughs> Tasers. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper spray. Well, Adam, this was also your second year. Of uh, yes. of Dragon Con, what uh, what did you think? Uh, I loved it. It was amazing. Um, last year was my first Dragon Con, and it was like overload. It was just total shock when I got there and saw like twenty million Ghostbusters there, you know, and marching in the parade and all that stuff. So this actual time, actual numbers, yeah, actual numbers. Uh, <laughs> and so this time, I knew what to expect, and so I was able to just go in and kind of enjoy it. Last year, I was shooting the the trailer what ended up being the trailer for ghost heads and this time i kind of took a step back and was just kind of a participant and uh i loved it i got to go to a lot of panels uh battlestar galactica in particular was was one of my focuses this year and i got to see a lot of the cast members from that so i was i was so excited about that um and then of course the parade like we had just been talking about i remember what it felt like to march in the parade last year but it, it sort of escaped me. And then doing it again this year, I, I had like a, a refresher. It was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Um, seeing all the people there and 
Um, you know, like like you were saying, Brock just stacked all the way up to the top of the parking decks and things like that, and just people cheering out for us and uh, so excited to see us. It was it was a it was an amazing feeling, and um, you know, now that we had our PKE meters, we could interact with the crowd. <laughs> so that was that was cool. Uh, I even got to interact with a little dog that was sitting on the side. Got to scan the dog, which was cool for me. But um, but yeah, it was it was incredible. I had a really good time, and I didn't want it to end. And now I'm ready to go back. So we've been talking about it. Now I'm I want to go back. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we've already got the hotel booked for next year. Oh, you can book that already. Yeah, well, some of them. What? I found out that you could that it was open for reservations the day after, and I went ahead and did it and said, okay, done. That's one less thing to worry about. Yeah, I like the Westin. The Westin was cool. Yeah, I've I've stayed in the Westin twice and the Sheraton once the last three years. And I like both hotels. The Westin, when you're trying to leave, is kind of a pain because everybody's waiting on the elevator, and that's really the only way up and down yeah, that building. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so it was, you know, leaving was waiting an hour for the elevators to get there and, you know, maybe waiting another 20, 30 minutes just riding the elevator till you get to the bottom. Tons of people, but uh, the Sheraton, the Sheraton is the hotel you can actually sleep at and sleep in because last year didn't experience that many parties going on and it was a lot quieter than the other hotels. Cool. I haven't bought my pass yet. I need to go ahead and do that. I've been debating personally whether or not to go ahead and get the the pass, which is at seventy dollars uh, at the time of this podcast, or taking tax refund and buying an eternal membership. Wow! If you do that, then you've got to go for at least fifteen years to have it pay for itself. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to take that gamble. Fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> fifteen years. Yeah. Hey, uh, and I, I wanted to since we're still talking about DragonCon, I wanted to let you guys know that there is an extremely good chance that uh, Lisa and I will be there next year. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Um, if you are, if you already, uh, how many rooms did you do? Did you reserve, Brock? Just oh, one? just one. Just one. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Like I said, there's a good chance that we'll be there next year. All right. So, uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and start booking your hotel rooms if you haven't done it yet. Book them quickly. Because they, they will sell out. But there are some other hotels around the con site that I've got some good info on that the prices are reasonable. And they're across the street from the main con site. So they're they're good. They're good location. And uh, they're pretty easy to get into even late later into the uh, the year next year. So, But, uh, of course, we talked about the parade and, and all. And Adam, really quickly, you talked about the Battlestar Galactica. Yes. We have another friend of ours, <laughs> uh, another member of our wonderful franchise, Mr. Lee Wright, who we all love and adore, especially Adam. <laughs> hey, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Lee is a big Battlestar Galactica fan, and Adam loves him so much. Well, why don't you just tell everybody what you did for the poor man? What did I do for <laughs> the poor man? Oh, I... I, I um took a lot of video with the panels and pictures and I was I was sure to send it to him to remind him what he was missing. <laughs> uh, what was he doing? What what did he have to do during the week of, of Dragon or the weekend? He had something else to do or he was drained from the honeymoon or something. Yeah, that and he just had to be generally crabby to some other folks for a little while, I guess. Oh, uh, well, I guess. <laughs> Could have been crabby to Edward James almost. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Bo, you were nice enough to get him a signed picture, which I was not nice enough to do. I just remind him every time I see him that he still owes me. 
I was so tempted to get him to sign the photo and don't forget Bo is better than you or something, something, you know, along that line. That would have been awesome. I don't know. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He would have done it. You know, I I did get him to call. I I got him to call my brother who was in the hospital. He, my brother was uh, injured working out or something like that. And he was in the hospital and uh, I got Edward James almost to call my brother and tell him to feel better. It was, that's awesome, man. It was pretty awesome. It's 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 really cool when you get guests at the con like that. Bo, you and I were talking about how uh, my experience at Dragon Con with Robert England, you know, as everybody <laughs> knows, is Freddy Krueger. You you find the creepiest, meanest villains in the movies from your childhood, and they turn out to be the best people at the con, the best celebrity guests. Robert was needing a glove for his uh, photo shoot that Friday, and I only brought two different types of props with me. One, of course, being my proton pack and my Ghostbuster stuff. But then I brought my, my Freddy glove and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And Robert England uh, used my glove for his photo shoots on Friday. <laughs> when they took my glove, I got to go back there and I got to hang out with him for about 20 minutes before the, uh, before everybody started snapping photos with him and got to hang out and talk to him. And then for another you know, 10 or 15 minutes after the shoot was over and he signed my glove sleep kills <laughs> fangasm. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. But, uh, he even, you know, you pay so much per picture for, uh, for these things, but he got the, uh, the photo guys to give me two because I let him borrow the glove. So I was really stoked about that. And, you know, normally you go to these things and the celebrities, they charge you a small fee for signing into whatever he signed mine, you know, scot-free and, I just had a good laugh with him and and a good time, man. That was that was definitely a childhood dream come true. I always wanted to meet Robert England and to have that type of experience with him was that started the weekend off right. That was the first thing Friday morning. A childhood <laughs> dream with Freddy Krueger come true. Yes, <laughs> that's kind of messed up, man. And I'm still alive. Thank you. <laughs> Well, the cool thing with you getting to spend time with him like that, though, is because during the photo shoots, I understand there's a lot of people in there trying to do it, but pretty much you're herded in there like cattle. You walk over, snap the photo, boom, out the door. So, I mean, that state, you know, that you sitting there spending, you said, 20, 30 minutes all together with him is really good, especially because like, of the table, because even at the tables, you're kind of, you're kind of, you know, you've got a few minutes to talk to him to sign something, but then, you know, you got to move. But Wow, a, a few minutes, you mean? Wow. Yeah. A, a few minutes, that's like, a, what, maybe 30 seconds? At the yeah. most, and then they just shuffle you along. Pretty much, and he had a lot of people at his table the whole weekend. One of the, when I was waiting in line to get something signed for him, I have to say this. Uh, th- this was a great quote. Somebody said, you know, you're the only person that scared me as a child but made me laugh and as an adult. I mean, that's the way those movies, you know, especially with him wow. as Freddy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely adore Robert England, and I've always been a big Freddy Krueger fan. But yeah, I, I totally agree. He scared the mess out of me as a kid, and I can't stop watching those movies now. It's just really cool to interact with, you know, with people like they're, they're down to earth. You know, they're people just like us, except they're really famous and beloved. And you guys know my feelings on the that remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. It just uh, Jackie Earl Haley is awesome, but you you can't replace Robert England. Oh, no, no. You, no. you can't, especially when you sound like Sling Blade talking, you know, <laughs> talking as Freddy. That just nah. Anyway, <laughs> avoid this ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, Adam was a uh, was very nice to Lee. I love Lee, <laughs> taunting Lee and and all. But uh, we had uh, you know everybody went about their their business uh, for the most part during the rest of the day that Saturday, and 
We got down to 7 o'clock in the evening, where we all gathered at the Mellow Mushroom uh, near the site, once again, for the PKE Surge dinner. And uh, we had a lot of fun at that one. We had a, uh, a contest. Our brother-in-arms, Ron Daniels, uh, was not able to make Dragon Con this year from the Georgia Ghostbusters. Everybody knows Ron. So we had a little contest, an uh, impersonation contest. You know, everybody knows the, the Big D character that Ron <laughs> likes to do. Uh, Big D's used Proton Pack Emporium. If you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. It is absolutely hilarious. He did it in one take. He takes a little bit of Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair and Boss Hog, puts them all into one and becomes a salesman. It's very, very funny. So we had a we had a great time watching uh, four guys do their impersonation of, of Big D, and that was just a, a complete riot. But then we also, um, uh, the Georgia guys, held a charity auction that included the Proton Pack, PKE Meter, a picture of Robin Shelby, Slimer from Ghostbusters 2. Um, I think that was all money-wise it was exchanged, was that was the pack and the uh, pk meter yeah and ryan kemp from uh, the western kentucky ghostbusters won the proton pack and that was number eight or number nine for him Jeez, he's got an army of proton packs it, it's unbelievable and they're all different they're fantastic but uh, you won't find a in my mind a better representation of the ghostbusters fandom than ryan kemp yes we gave out the gold pke surge awards and uh, the gold crunch bars and the silver crunch bars and the big one was the best representation of a of a Ghostbuster, and of course Ryan got it, and it was very well deserved. You know, normally in the past couple of years, we've had people that have participated in the parade, and uh, maybe we were lucky to get half the people show up for the dinner, but pretty much everybody who was at the parade came to the dinner. Oh, yeah. We had probably at least 50 people in there. Well, it's, it's a good statement, because, I mean, there's there's a lot going on at that time. You know, you, you want to take everything in, but... It's, it's, it was it was a really good feeling to have that many people show up for the dinner. Yeah, it was. Uh, any other thoughts on Dragon Con from you guys? Let's do it again. Wish I could have been there. No, we Let's missed you, again. man. We really did miss you. We'll do it again. In the sequel. <laughs> you better. I've already paid for the hotel. So now let's uh, talk about the man of the hour, Mr. Adam Schwartz. Hello. Again. Again. Everybody <laughs> out there in Radio Land. Let's get to know you, man. Of course, we all know you. We know your background and, and everything. But You uh, do? Oh, hey. We, 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 we pay people for that type of information. I swear that one time that I was uh, in Mexico, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was your twin brother. Yeah, it was. <laughs> See, that's where, you, that's where you're lucky. You can always blame it on your brother. I usually do. <laughs> Spoken like a true sibling. Yes. <laughs> Spoken like a true twin. But, uh, of course, yeah, Adam does have a twin brother. But, uh, Adam, give us some background on yourself, man. Tell us about you and what you do and where your love of Ghostbusters came from and what you're doing, how you got involved with the fandom and what you're doing with it right now. That's a lot of questions. You're an assistant professor. I know you can handle it. That's right. Wow. Just an assistant. Um, Okay, yeah. So um, I am Adam. Uh, I am an assistant professor in media production in the telecommunication and film department at the University of Alabama, Roll Tide. And that's where I graduated from, that department? Yes. Brock is a fellow TCF alum. I minored in TCF, actually. I was a psychology major when I went to school at Alabama. And then I went to get my MFA in film production at University of New Orleans. And now I'm back in Tuscaloosa, rocking it. Um, Ghostbusters. Man, 
what can I say? Um, I've loved Ghostbusters since I was three or four or something like that. And um, I think it started with the cartoon, actually. I think the cartoon was my first introduction to Ghostbusters. And I just immediately fell in love with it. And I don't, I don't even really know what it was about it that just kind of clicked with me. But I just started loving it. And um, my twin brother also uh, got into it with me. And my younger brother, who I guess was about three at the time, um, also got into it. So uh, we sort of broke down the roles. I was Peter. My brother was Egon, and my younger brother was Ray. And I really think that Ghostbusters formed our personalities because my brother was always the, the scientific one. He was the very studious one, and I was the one that just wanted to get a girl, you know? <laughs> and, uh, like, I really think that Ghostbusters shaped our personalities, which is kind of scary. But, um, I mean, I, I fell in love with it immediately and, and just started living and breathing it. And then, and then I saw the movie after because i was when the movie first movie came out i was i was one so obviously i didn't see it in the theater and if i did i don't remember it but when it came out of the theater i mean uh, when i saw it i was like oh my god this is this is like the cartoon but real (laughs) and it just opened up a whole new level of ghostbusters for me and so that the rest is history uh and then you know as as we grew up I held on to my love for Ghostbusters, and it seems like my brothers were like, yeah, Ghostbusters is cool, but you're crazy. (laughs) Um, And so for a long time, I thought I was the only Ghostbusters fan in, like, the southeast at least. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that loves Ghostbusters. And then, I guess it was about a little over a year ago, I was reading the Birmingham News for once. And um, I saw a picture of you guys in the newspaper with Dan Aykroyd when he came to Huntsville for that, um, when he was doing his vodka tour. Um, And I saw a picture, and the caption was, the Alabama Ghostbusters posed with Dan Aykroyd in Huntsville. And I was like, oh my god, what is this? There are other people out there like me. And they have a group, they have like an organization. I had no idea how I had not heard of this before, but um, immediately... Went to the website, signed up, started introducing myself. And I think my first event was a Mount Laurel summer. Something happened in the summer. It was like June or something like that. And um, just came out and I was like blown away by the fact that there were other people near me who loved Ghostbusters. And there was something that I could join um, where I could like revel in all this Ghostbusters greatness. And um, so that's, I guess, the long story of how I got into the group. One thing that you said that really stuck out is that you and your brothers, you were Peter, your brother was Egon. I know brothers have a tendency to pick on the younger brothers, so I'm really happy to hear that y'all didn't make him become Janine. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he was he 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 really liked the Ray character, and he sort of became the Ray for us, and and um, and it was kind of it was. It was a very non-antagonistic relationship whenever we got into, you know, playing Ghostbusters and things like that because we were working together as a team. And, uh, of course, my mom was Janine, um, <laughs> which was cool. And one, one of the things that we did, and this is a connection or it ties it all together, um, when I was, I guess, six or five or six or something like that, and my brother, my little brother was four, we actually, it was the first movie I ever made was a remake of, like, the first third of Ghostbusters. And my dad shot it. It's really crude. You can't really understand anything that we're saying. But if you listen hard enough, you can tell that we know every word, word for word, probably better than I know it now. 
which is uh, which is pretty amazing when I go back and watch it. But it's the first movie I ever made was uh, a Ghostbusters thing that we did when we were little, and we called it Ghostbusters Three because <laughs> Ghostbusters Two had already come out, but it was it was very much just the first movie. Well, there you go. We've been waiting for 21, 22 years for Ghostbusters 3, and by golly, it was made already. Yeah, I guess I'll have to call it something else, because we, we trademarked it. We copyrighted it. You know? <laughs> Paid Columbia Pictures a lot of money to use to use the name. The whole $5 allowance at the time. Exactly. Just over time. We're still paying it off. <laughs> Sadly enough, Bill Murray still has the script for it. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he ain't ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's full circle. But um, yeah, I, I do credit Ghostbusters with with getting me into filmmaking and and helping me along the way and doing what I do now, which is which is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty incredible uh, that that uh, Ghostbusters piqued your interest in in that field. And now, uh, as everybody remembers uh, from Dragon Con last year. Uh, just a, a few weeks after Dragon Con, I think it was, that uh, the Ghost Heads trailer premiere that you had put together and uh, got everybody into a little uh, frenzy. <laughs> so, how, tell us about that project and where does it stand right now? Well, the Ghost Heads project is very much a project of passion for me. Like I said, when I, when I was at Dragon Con last year and just being overwhelmed with with everything Ghostbusters and having my camera and all that stuff, I just started shooting and talking to people and it started to become really clear to me that there was something special and there was a story there that I really wanted to tell. And it was the story of the fan community and how it exists and is even stronger than ever so long after the, the original films came out. And so, you know, I threw together that trailer and, um, yeah, I started getting amazing responses to it. Everyone was like, Oh man, I want to see it. Can I see it? when is it going to be done? Can I see it tomorrow? And, um, so I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to get going on this. The, the project as it stands right now, um, is, well, I, I just got done shooting with uh, one of our other members, Todd Campbell. He, um, he's putting together a proton pack. And, and so I went to document that process and, and talk to him and, and do a really good piece on that. Um, so, um, I'll probably throw that, throw that together sometime soon. As, a, as just a little snippet, a little piece. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to work out um, all the stories that I want to tell, and also figure out the form that I want to use, um, because I'm, I'm going in so many different directions with it, um, and it's it's still very much on my mind, but still very much in the the planning stages. Uh, I haven't fully jumped into production because you know once I start shooting, I really want to make sure that everything that I get is going to be fully usable and, and work within the overall aesthetic of the piece, which as a filmmaker, part of me really wants to explore the Ghostbusters fan community through my own eyes um, because I'm still very new to it. And um, there's so many things about it that when I, when I see it and when I talk to people and when we can get so passionate about it, it still just amazes me. Um, even though I've sort of been around for at least a year now um, with, with the, the larger community. Um, so you know, I'm I'm still working on on figuring all of that stuff out and and figuring out exactly how I want to tell the stories and and who I want to talk to and there's uh, there's so many people that I wish I could just you know bring to me and or or fly out there or wherever that I want to talk to but it it's still going so for for everybody out there who's like man I want to see it I want to see it today um, don't worry it, it's still it's still going on um, it's going to be a lengthy process 
because I have this and then I have work and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's slow going, but um, so so it will be done tomorrow. It will be done tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Just like our car. Yes. Just like the car. We'll premiere them together. We'll project my movie on the car. Even better. That would be awesome. Well, when we were uh, when we were in Atlanta for Comic Con last December, uh, you had to talk to Ernie Hudson about it a little bit, right? I did get to talk to Ernie Hudson, uh, and that was really cool. Um, we did we talked a little bit. I gave him a copy of the trailer, and um, he seemed intrigued. He he uh, he was like, "Yeah, oh, that sounds like a really cool idea." And uh, I haven't really heard from him since. Uh, so Ernie, I know you listen to this. Give me a call, man. I'm right here. Let's let's do this. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd still love to have Ernie Hudson's involvement uh, um, in the project, and I think it would be really great. And I've also I, I just became friends with Robin Shelby on Facebook, and and we've been talking about it as well. And she really enjoyed the trailer, and so uh, she's another person that I'd love to have involved, um, just to to get another perspective from the you know the people who were there. Now that they see and, and are involved with the fan community, what do they think of it? You know, how is it did they ever imagine that Ghostbusters would have lasted this long and had such a uh, loyal, devout following? You know, I think it's a it's a great perspective to try to get. Well, we have uh, talked about uh, the Alabama theater event that we did back in July and uh, kind of I think the last episode we talked about uh, possible plans for it. Um, so we're hoping next year if we can can get everything set up the way we want um i've also talked to robin and we're gonna hopefully get her to the movie screening next summer at the very least get her to dragon con Uh, she told me she really hated missing it this year so we're definitely going to try to get her whether it's in a guest or just one of us capacity Uh, we'd love to get her out there she is full of life and personality and seems to have a genuine love for for all of us guys that uh, to love what she does yeah, she's she's been super nice and friendly and in the little interactions that I've had with her because we literally just became friends like two days ago. But um, she has been awesome. And it's it's really been a joy communicating with her and, and uh, talking to her and stuff. Ghosthead sounds like a, an incredible project. It looks like an incredible project. So we definitely can't wait for you to finish that up. And of course, we all are very patient because we know that you are a busy man, as are we all. But uh, speaking of all of us being busy recently, uh, a lot of our members were up in Madison, Alabama, near Huntsville, uh, for the Madison Street Festival. Bo and Kevin, you guys were there. Oh, yeah. Successful event. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I must say I did something that I think qualifies me as a Southern Ghostbuster. I ate a deep-fried Twinkie. I believe that covers Achievement my... unlocked. That's How was right. it? Surprisingly very well. It was uh, basically dipped in batter, deep-fried, covered in powdered sugar. Mm. It was really good. Yeah. Scattered, covered, and smothered. Oh yeah, but uh, totally Waffle House that man. That was awesome. <laughs> but no, overall though, we had a great time. Uh, weather was perfect. It was a little cool that morning when we were setting up the tent. It, but once the sun peaked out, it was a great day. Like just as much as a turnout as last year. A lot of people took a lot of pictures. Uh, talked about Ghostbusters, yeah, of course. They, they rerouted the parade this year a little bit, and uh, that that was actually a very positive thing because I mean, other than the walk to get to the to the starting point. Um, the parade reroute was awesome because um, it was actually a lot longer than it was last year. Yeah. Well, we went down the main road, the main stretch of highway right there that runs by the, I guess you would say, not really subdivision, but that area where the street festival takes place. The really cool thing was uh, on our way on our way down to, to leave the hotel to go to where this the event was. They had a, a program guide on the desk of the hotel lobby, and uh, 
Kevin and Lisa grabbed one on the way out, and we just happened to look, and they had a uh, illustrated map of you know where everything would be. Well, we opened it up, just kind of looking, all of a sudden, oh, taking up a good section of the map was the Ghostbusters logo. I mean, it was you know it, there was no no mistaking where our tent was located. I mean, it was boom. It was over four houses. <laughs> yes, let me tell you, those guys treated us so well. Uh, oh, yeah. They they treat us well enough. I went out of my way to email the mayor and and let them know that uh, they did such a really good job. I and mean, that that is such a well put together festival, and I can't wait to go next year. Well, of course, though, as being Ghostbusters, you want a good relationship with the mayor. Absolutely. Actually, the mayor, you know, as we walked by for the parade, he he shouted to us. He goes, "I want you guys to come back. You know, we need to get another photo again." Because he uh he uh he told us when we went back, he said, "You know, this is one of the things. You know, I." I pushed for, you know, having attractions and stuff for the zoo. He used a photo of us, which, you know, was a really, I guess, a really big honor. They think that highly of us. We'll definitely have it on the calendar for next year, certainly. The weekend before that, a few of us uh, were in Columbus, Georgia. We crossed the state lines to help out the Georgia Ghostbusters uh, down in Columbus. And one day, Sci-Fi Con there. It was always a fun time down there. But October, naturally, everybody's like, oh, October, you guys are a Halloween group, right? So that's going to keep us busy. We've already got uh, Boo at the Zoo uh, that we're going to be doing. We've got Downtown Trick or Treat on Halloween in Auburn. The week prior to that in Opelika, we've got their fall festival uh, for one night. So a few of us will be there for those events. And a couple of days after that, on October 27th, we have a group that will be at the Homewood Public Library near Birmingham. Uh, We'll be entertaining kids and adults alike, teaching them all about ghost busting. So that should be fun. I don't know. I think we've got a lot of things listed on the calendar. But, I mean, also, though, I know a lot of people are going to have their own personal things to attend. I mean, pretty much, you know, I think everybody, you know, we work so hard and spend so much money on this costume to use it probably at its peak time is during Halloween. You're going to see some of us somewhere. I guarantee you, if you live near one of us, you'll, you'll see us out on Halloween. We may not all be together as a group, uh, but there will be a handful of us at each place. Quite a few of us are shooting for October 22nd, that's Saturday night, to really focus on Boo at the Zoo in Birmingham. That day, of course, uh, we don't expect Bo to be with us. Because <laughs> if I am, I'm in serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. Earlier in the day, uh, Bo Bearden will become a groom for good. He's getting married that day, so congratulations to Bo. And uh, to you and your lovely bride-to-be. So uh, quite a few of us will be in town to uh, bid you well wishes. <laughs> and we're going to send you off on your honeymoon. And we're going to go suit up and play at the zoo. Yeah. Hey, y'all guys have, have extra fun for me. Oh, trust me. You'll be having a lot of fun on your own. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's like that's that's the thing. I, I mean, that's October's an exciting one for me. I mean, like I said, the weddings, me and the missus are really excited for it. I'm like I said, I'm glad a lot of you guys are coming and works well. You guys rock the house. Oh. So do we get to wear the proton packs at your wedding? Uh, yes, that's up to you. <laughs> In other words, no. You take that with the bride. <laughs> then that's a big no. <laughs> She's yeah, you know, I'm trying to respect her. You know, she knows I love Ghostbusters, but to that day's the day I show her I love her, so, you know. Oh. You don't do it every other day? Oh, well, you know, that day especially, though. <laughs> he says in between football games, maybe, yes. That's right. Roll Tide. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
We'll let Bo out of Boo at the Zoo this year, at least on that weekend. But uh, it runs, what, for three weekends? It pretty, runs pretty much. I know uh, this Saturday, if uh, things work out, like so I'm trying to get some proton pack work done myself. Hopefully, if I get some things done, I know me and, me and Lee will be shooting for Boo at the Zoo this weekend. So Heck yeah. At the end of the month, uh, you guys will also be doing Tannehill, right? I know he'll be doing it. A lot of it's going to depend on what time I get back. Cause we're going that whole week. So if we get, if I get back in time enough, I'll definitely be there, but I know he'll, he's doing it for sure. Very cool. Well, as you can tell that we're, we're definitely busy in October. We try to stay busy all year long. My thought is if you spend this much time and effort on a uniform and the pack and all the props and stuff, why have it for just one month out of the year? Yeah. Absolutely. Also, uh, speaking of October, we, we'd be, you know, not being good fans. If we didn't speak about this, the re-release of the movie. Yeah. Yep, they're going to release it for three Thursday nights. And so far, we've got confirmation in Tuscaloosa and Birmingham of two of the showings. We're keeping our eyes open around other areas of the state, and we have not seen anything yet. Yeah, I've been making my rounds looking at Fandango and MovieTickets.com, but we're still waiting. We're going to definitely go see it, but, you know, go see it. Like uh, Kev was saying at Madison Street Festival, this may be a gauge to see you know the interest for the third movie. Oh, that's beyond the shadow of a doubt. That's exactly what they're doing. No doubt in my mind. But uh, if they really wanted to do a true gauge of it, why show it on Thursday nights? Eh. If they really I, wanted to gauge it, they should make it and then release it and see who goes to see it. Spoken like a true film professional. Absolutely. I would. I was hoping at least they would do something on on one part of the weekend where we as a group could all get together and, and go, but having it on a weeknight is a little difficult for all of us to get in one place. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll make the best of it and we'll, we'll show up where we can. And, and hopefully the, the theaters will, Oh, it see, like it, it's, train. It's, it's the train in the subway, man. <laughs> it's Sorry, probably one of the tunnels above us. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we'll make the best of it as we can, and you'll, you'll see some of us out and about in, in uniform around the state of Alabama once uh, once we have all the definite locations nailed down. But we're pretty excited. I did send Sony a quick little message the other day, though, because they had the chance, you know, they re-released the movie poster, and, you know, go to facebook.com slash ghostbusters. And I'm like, okay, if you can update the movie poster with the Facebook address, the least you could do is put Ernie Hudson's name on the poster once and for all. Exactly. And they still haven't done it. They haven't corrected it. It's like, look, man, he got the shaft back in the 80s. Everybody loves him. He's very personable. He loves the fans. Do us this favor. If we're going to come see the movie, at least give him some credit this time on the poster. Not if anything, do like recreate like it was for us at the Alabama Theater watching the movie. Ernie, Ernie's first on-screen appearance was everybody went nuts. Everybody Ernie loves in the Winston. car. That's right. Yep. Like the shirt he wears all the time, Winston rules. It's true. We absolutely love Ernie. He's a friend of the group. He's an honorary member of our group. Wish you'd give me a call sometime. <laughs> Ernie, will you please call him? Ernie, who are you going to call? Me. Call me. <laughs> you know that you need the Schwartz to be with you. Yes. And also with you. And you and you. But we're a, we're definitely a, a busy group. October is going to be busy. November, December, we know we've got a couple of Christmas parades lined up already. We'll have some more info about some November events, hopefully in the very near future. Possibly another food drive or toy drive or something of that nature. We'll work on that and, and let you guys know where you can join us around the state, take part in that. But uh, 
uh, definitely a busy month and uh, hopefully the rest of the year will be nice and busy and hopefully you'll see us out and about doing our thing and hopefully you'll join us love to have you come out and, and everything we do we'd love to see you roll tide <laughs> <laughs> obligatory roll tide yes. roll tide <laughs> well that will close out episode five of the alabama ghostbusters podcast thanks so much for joining us remember to check us out online check us out on facebook and twitter we keep those accounts pretty up to date with everything we've got going on be sure and join us everywhere you can find us out and about online doesn't matter we just want to have you a part of us gentlemen bye goodbye in radio land until next time thank you so much for joining us Thank you for joining the Alabama Ghostbusters. For our community and charity events calendar, visit alabamagb.com.